The Circle of Knowledge podcast is brought to you by Amplified Minds, helping entrepreneurs, intrapreneurs, and dreamers take their business ideas and goals to the next level. This podcast features best-selling industry resources and the professional panel discussions by the core team at Amplified Minds. Now, here are their discussions. Hey, everyone. This is Matt Fritchie with The Circle of Knowledge. We're glad to have you joining me is John Kovacs Jr. and Brian Hubbard. Today I'm going to be your host, and because I'm going to be your host, I'm going to give you a quick fact about me. I'm secretly in love with a couple 90s girl bands. (laughs) One of them, I love Evanescence, and I love the Cranberries. Wow, that dates us. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) If you guys don't know those bands, you should check them out, because it's what we grew up with. And I secretly knew that Matt was going to say that. At least one of them. Didn't know about the Cranberries one. Nice. The Cranberry song just entered and, my and we head. just we just made some money for sharing those, so please go there check them out. Just kidding. <laughs> so guys, today Brian is going to be contributing to our circle of knowledge by sharing something he came across reading the book Blue Fishing by Steve Sims. Yeah, so this book, Blue Fish, it's all about the art of making things happen. And if you guys have heard from me... That is a huge thing that I believe in, is making things happen. And anyway, the point that I want to talk about today is simply, it's not about your IQ. It's about your I can. So once again, it's not about your IQ, it's about your I can. I think that's a very big thing that we talk about a lot in our office is, is about knowledge, is about your IQ, is about your I can. And, and I was going to even come out with the same, but I think it's probably going to come out here at some point within this uh within this podcast, but, you know, what does that mean to you guys? What in the world does it mean about, it's not about your IQ, it's about your ICAM? Uh, I would dare say that we run into too many people who think that it takes a perfect amount of knowledge in order to accomplish something, especially when it comes to success. Uh, All those people out there, look, I mean, bottom line is, is you go to college, great. You don't go to college, great. However you get your source of education, great. But know that it's more important to start than to have to know every single detail about, let's say, your business, every single detail about your business plan. Uh, just start. Commit first, figure it out later. There's another Grant Cardone reference. Yep. Boy, we must listen to him. Right? <laughs> Keys to success. What about you, John? What do you think? Well, what I love about this, this, this concept is that the three of us in this room each have individual stories of our upbringing, of how we are here at this moment and what we're doing because of what we've experienced in our lives. And most of it has to track back to the fact that it's not that we were the smartest people in the room. It's that we had the will to win, that we went out and we did something in order to make us a little bit different than everyone else. And I think that that's really cool because it isn't how smart you are. It doesn't matter how many resources you are. In fact, I call my, I graduated. I have a bachelor's degree in communications. However, I give myself credit as a student and bachelor's degree and continuing student of Google University because, hey, I wish Google would pay me to say that, but (laughs) Google University because guess what? I know how to Google. I know how to research. I know how to look things up. and I know how to make things work for me off the cuff as fast as I can get them because that's what helps me be a, a, a lifelong learner. That's a concept we should continue to look at. But it doesn't matter how smart I am. It just matters how, how much will I have in, the, in myself in the game to go and win. So I have a question. I feel like we're going to get some people who still would take a look at this and say, well, uh, 
I don't know. Sorry, guys. I'm struggling to come up with an, a- an no, example, but, but I'll, I'll, just, I'll just get it out there, okay? Uh, I feel like people are still going to question, well, does that really apply to me, though? Right. Like, I feel like I do need to know more than I currently do in order to do X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. So what kind of message can we tell our audience who feels like they have to know everything before they ever venture into, venture into let's say, starting a business? I have a perfect one for that, and actually, I was just telling you guys about this just literally right before this podcast, and it's a little story of, of stocks, stocks and bonds, whatever, the stock market. Anyway, um, I was just out with a dinner with a very, very well-known person, and he knows so much about stocks. I mean, he can talk your ear off about deep, in-depth stock analysis, and if you guys know anything about that, it is so complex. Where in the world do you start? Anyway, long story short, we're about 20 minutes into this conversation. I mean, he knows everything. I'm able to hold my own a little bit, but there are some things that I'm just like, you know what, man? I actually don't know that. But let's continue on this conversation. And I get to the point about 20 minutes in and I say, okay, you know more than anybody I have ever, ever met within the, with anybody that knows stock market stuff. And I say, what do you do with this? I mean, where's your money? And he goes, actually, I'm a, you know, I do a lot of theory behind it. I know a lot about it, but I actually don't do anything. Right there, it's not that I lost respect for him. It's the fact that I know, even though that he has more knowledge than I might ever have about stocks, he will never make a penny, period. He will never make a, p- a penny off of the stock market. Yeah, he might not ever lose one because I know for the people that are out there thinking about stocks, it's risky. He will never earn one and he will never lose one. Stagnant. Uh, is very, you know, average, middle. I don't think anybody that's listening to this right now wants to be average in the middle um, simple. We want to be extravagant. We want to be more. And even though that I participate in the stock market, I might lose some, but I might gain some. You will never, ever get to where you want to be unless you take that chance, that risk. Uh, cause I mean, unless you're doing something different, you will always be like everybody else. I love it. And I wish I could give credit where credit is due on the exact book that I was reading. Obviously I read a lot of books and they start to jumble together, but, um, I was reading a book the other day that was talking exactly about this and how I was talking about you may have an individual who studies a lot. You know, they may go to a university and get an whatever, a master's in business, right? They might get their MBA, but they're sitting on the sideline afterwards getting a normal nine to five job, constantly wondering when is it going to be my opportunity to start a business. Mm -hmm. Now, although he's very well educated and spent a lot of money, probably went into debt, which is one of the nation's greatest problems, right? Uh, in order to achieve that, right, in order to get that MBA. But this book talks about how they would put up uh, they would put up all odds, all bets for the individual who doesn't go to college and fails more than anyone else. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's the kind of the concept of, you know, it's okay to fail. If you're going to fail, fail fast, fail big, because you are going to fail, right? But this individual would put all of his bets, place all of his bets on who would succeed, on the individual who failed more, even the guy who didn't go to college, than he ever would the guy who spent all that money getting into debt and has an MBA and is now working a nine-to-five job. If you are, by the way, that's not an offensive thing, but the point of it is, is don't be afraid to act. Just act fast. Act now. Mm -hmm. Don't be afraid to fail because you don't know as much as you need to know because if you fail fast, if you fail hard, you're going to learn a lot more through those experiences than any individual who gains all the knowledge in the world and never takes action. I, I would dare to also say that, that as you act, as you take on that challenge of action, 
you develop an IQ of action. You develop some sort of level of expertise in the in the failure category and then what I need to do to fix things. So if you fail in, if you failed multiple times in your life, you you hopefully have learned from that and have moved on beyond that. And I think that's just one of the key messages for our for our audience to to, to build your your IQ and your resume of failures so that you can quickly get to your successes and your achievements. I love that. I, I believe that knowledge is exponential in growth. We've all been talking about that a lot recently. And you take a look at uh, uh, Mr. Edison, mm-hmm. who invented the light bulb. Is my history correct here, guys? Yeah, we, we got okay, that correct. It, it, We're good. It, We're good. <laughs> we'll fact check it. it, it, is, it we'll is, Google it. But was it not Mr. Edison who said, <clears throat> I didn't find uh, 2,000 ways? I'm sorry. 1,000, yeah. Uh, 10,000. Okay, 10, maybe ways. you sound, sound like you know, so you say it. <laughs> it was, I didn't find uh, 10,000 ways to make a light bulb. I found 10,000 ways not to make a light bulb. No. That like, might not be it. You guys might have to fact check me on that one. <laughs> Are we all fact checking over here? But the point being is he put in so much effort to to generate one light bulb, right? But mm-hmm. since that light bulb, look at how far that, even just the light bulb has come, okay? But it took somebody taking that much massive amount of actions to develop one thing, mm-hmm. which now has turned into so much more. Right, and the idea behind where I'm coming from, I guess, is that knowledge is exponential in growth. It may take you a lot of tries to succeed, especially if you didn't have the previous knowledge, right? But what you know from there on after is so much greater than anyone else can imagine because you've gone out, you've taken the action, and you've learned firsthand, not just from what a teacher is going to tell you. Right? Yeah. So actually, one thing that I want to touch on real quick is for the people that are listening i want you to think about the people that you look look up to right now that you admire i can guarantee you i know that the people that you think have a lot of knowledge you might look up to them a little bit but for the people that you want to be like the people that you admire the most they have done something and they have gotten somewhere that you want to be you do not get somewhere without doing something it's impossible just by knowing you can't get anywhere. You have to act upon it. That's the whole saying that a lot of people use is knowledge is power. We would argue that it's not power. You have to, it's only potential power. You have to act upon that knowledge or it's worthless. I mean, you could be the smartest person in the world, but if you don't do anything, it's all going to die with you. You have to do something about it. You have to share it. You have to utilize it. I love it. So what can we give to leave with these guys? I I, I would ask and, and challenge our listeners to to think of that one thing that they're going to do this next week uh, over the next quarter uh, over the course of the next couple of weeks and and what exactly is that one thing that you're going to do to act on and take Brian's advice look at someone you look up to and focus on one thing at a time I would agree I would definitely agree and I would maybe add one more little aspect to that do the one thing that you that you've been holding back on mm-hmm. Do the one thing that you've been holding back on that you feel like you're not quite qualified for. Get out and just do it. What do you think? Is that okay? Is that I love an okay that. addition? I love that because it's it's challenging what you're comfortable with, adding something you're scared of, and doing something that you've never done before. Awesome. And that's, that's the point of it. And that's actually the point of the book that we're talking about right now. It's the art of making things happen. Not talking about them. Not thinking about them. Making it happen. That's what this book's all about. I love it. Okay, guys, uh, Brian is actually going to sing us a song to close. <laughs> oh, girl, I don't know what to do. It was, I was put on the spot. Okay, well, thank you, guys. We do appreciate it. Thanks for listening in on the Circle of Knowledge. Until next time, Matt, Brian, and John.
Hey, this is John with Amplified Minds. Thank you so much for listening to the Circle of Knowledge podcast. If you really like our podcast, go ahead and give us a five-star review, leave us a comment, subscribe to our channel, or just let us know in some short way. We'd really appreciate it. In fact, if you do, we'll give you a personal shout out at the end of each episode each week, just like this. I'd like to personally thank JGD08 for the five-star review and beautiful comment on Apple Podcast. Thank you so much. I'd also like to thank Argent Million and Runima Kumari Panda for their comments and as well as their applause on Anchor and other platforms. Again, if you'd like to learn more about our company, Amplified Minds, go to AmplifiedMinds.com or to learn more about Circle of Knowledge, go to AmplifiedMinds.com backslash Circle of Knowledge. Thank you.